0: This is Psalms to God, Season 1, Episode 13, Born Again. You can find the transcript for this episode at www.psalmstogod.com slash bornagain. And now, why are you delaying? Get up and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on His name. Acts 22, verse 16, CSB. Hey guys, welcome back to the Psalms to God podcast. So today's episode is on why I'm not baptized or rather it's on what I think of baptism. I don't know. Y'all, we're talking about baptism. We're talking about being born again and all of the things that go along with it. So I started believing in God at a very, very young age. And when I think about the fact that I grew up predominantly in a Baptist church, it is very surprising that I'm not baptized because Baptists put a huge emphasis on baptism. The main problem I had growing up with baptism was that I didn't understand it. Um, I knew that Jesus was baptized and I knew that it was something that people did, but outside of a tradition, um, I didn't understand how it fit into things. The main teaching that was prevalent, um, I guess in my family, in the church that I grew up in, was that baptism represented the death and resurrection of Jesus. Now that's not wrong. It's true. It does represent the death and resurrection of Jesus. But as a child, what I couldn't get over was the fact that people was getting baptized well before Jesus died. And a lot of these people didn't think Jesus was going to die. The disciples were confused. They did not actually think Jesus was going to die. They thought he was going to establish his kingdom right there in Israel, right then in their lifetime. He was going to expel the Romans and they were going to live happily ever after. They were not following him thinking, oh, we're going to follow you for a couple of years and then you're going to get handed over to the Romans and they're going to crucify you. Like, that's not what they thought was going to happen. So my question was always like, something else has to be tied to this whole concept of baptism because all of this was going on. In fact, John the Baptist was baptizing people before Jesus even started his ministry. So what I really wanted to understand as a child was how all of these things tied in. And there's super simple answers to these questions. Like, number one, messianic prophecy. All of these people were awaiting the Messiah. They may not have known it was Jesus specifically, but they knew that the Messiah was supposed to come. Um, And then, of course, all of this ties into the feasts and the sacrificial system um, that God laid out from the Exodus onward These are things that Paul refers to as the shadow of things to come. They all pointed to Jesus and Jesus fulfilled the requirements. This is why Jesus was crucified at Passover. He was the Passover lamb. And that's why it's important that Passover and the resurrection, well, Passover and the crucifixion happen simultaneously. And then, you know, the resurrection happening a few days later. This is how everything plays out. It's all symbolic. It's all fulfillment of prophecy. That's all playing into the baptism. And that would have been a very simple answer for the people at the church to give to me, but they couldn't. And when they couldn't answer my question, I didn't think they knew what they were talking about. So I wouldn't let them baptize me because I felt like you should know what you're talking about and what you're doing if you're going to baptize me and I should fully understand what it is that I'm committing to and what I'm saying with this action. Um, I've always been someone who wants to know what it is that I'm saying and what it means. I'm, I think it's a very deliberate action. And I saw it as something that was very serious and not something to do just because everyone's doing it not to do it just because that's what is expected or that's what's traditional. And that is what prevented me from getting baptized at the moment that I decided that Jesus was who he said he was. Fast forward into present day and you know, I did my studying. I started to understand more about what baptism is and and how it plays out and you know, actually, before I continue this story, before I start to get into where I am in the baptism journey, I actually want to stop and talk some more about what baptism is. Because we live in a society and a time where we are blessed beyond our wildest imagination. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's crazy. Things could definitely be better. Um, that's you know, the problem with living in a fallen world, there's always something to complain about. But in previous times, so like, if we go back to the days of Moses, if we go back to the days of Jesus, there were a lot of people who could not read. Bibles were not just out for people to consume, or I guess at that time, the Old Testament was not just out for people to consume. It was written on scrolls that were kept by the scribes and the priests and you had to go to them to get knowledge and to get the word of God unless God blessed you and came and talked to you directly moving into you know the dark ages there were bibles and there was texts but they were only translated into latin so if you didn't speak latin you couldn't read it and then once again there were only certain people Who were actually afforded the privilege of an education to know how to read? Then, of course, you know, they started translating Bibles into um, the common vernacular, and so people could read it if they could speak that language. But once again, you still had to be able to read, you still had to have access to the book. And that struggle has been going on, you know, it went on for a long time. I mean, obviously, I am a descendant of slaves, my ancestors were not allowed to read. Therefore, they would not have been able to read a Bible, even though it would have been available in English. They couldn't have bought a Bible either. All kinds of problems that would have existed with that. But in today's society, not only do most people have the ability to read, we have audiobooks, so it can be read to you. Um, we have Google and we have Control F, y'all. You can find anything with control F or command F for my fellow Mac users out there. But you can go on Google and you can type in, you know, verses about baptism and just find lists of verses about baptism. You don't have to memorize the whole Bible or, you know, search through it on your own to find it, which is a blessing. We can get to information so much quicker that way. And. We should definitely be taking advantage of that. And so with that being said, um, as I get deeper into the story about baptism and where I am in my journey, there are actually two verses that I want to read about it. One is expanding on what baptism is and what it symbolizes. And the other one is going to set the tone for what I'm going to talk about in terms of why I've struggled with getting, baptiz- getting baptized since I've understood what it, mean, what it means. So the first verse I want to read is in 1 Peter. It is in chapter 3, verses 18 through 22. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit, In which he also went and made proclamation to the spirits in prison, who in the past were disobedient. When God patiently waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, in it a few, that is eight people, were saved through water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not as the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of good conscience towards God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and power subject to him. Now, the second verse I want to read is in Matthew. It's in chapter 28, and it is verse 17 through 20. So, when they saw him, they worshiped but some doubted. Jesus came near and said to them, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. So the reason I wanted to point out these two verses is because they highlight some things that I think are very important in baptism. The first is that baptism is a pledge. It is a pledge of your allegiance to God. It is a declaration that you believe in the Most High, that you accept the gift of salvation that Jesus has given us um, through his crucifixion and resurrection, and it is a, I guess, a sign of surrender to him, that you, that you are submitting to his kingdom and making him king over your life. The second verse speaks on the fact that you are baptized in that authority, that you are baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and that you are following the teachings of Jesus and of Christ. Um, So basically, you're following what's written in the word of God, the Bible. The problem that I've had since I understand what baptism is and have been trying to get baptized is that I don't wanna be baptized into a denomination. I don't believe in denominations. Denominations are man-made organizations and are operating off of man-made traditions. Yes, I understand why there are denominations. I understand why the church is fractured. And it has a lot to do with Satan playing with words and, um, you know, confusing interpretations. So we believe things that are different doctrinally. That is why you choose to go to different churches. And I fully understand that. And um, I'm not saying that that's not valid. But the fact of the matter is, when you profess to believe in God, you're you're pledging, like I said, it's a pledge of allegiance. And I don't want to pledge my allegiance to the Baptist church or the Methodist church or the Seventh-day Adventist church or the Presbyterian church. I want to pledge my allegiance to Christ. There is only one body of Christ. People say the church and... A lot of times they mean the church with a little c, but I'm talking about the church with a capital C and that is the body of Christ that's following the word of God. They're keeping the law and the testimony of Jesus Christ and that has nothing to do with any man-made entity and I'm not trying to be out here calling myself by these names of these denominations. It's interesting. um, I've met people and they're like, yo, I'm a Lutheran. Uh, So you follow the teachings of Martin Luther. I'm going to need you to not follow the teachings of Martin Luther. I'm going to need you to follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. Martin Luther may have been trying to follow Jesus Christ, but at the end of the day, Martin Luther is just a man and he could have messed up. He could have got an interpretation wrong or he could have got something right. At the end of the day, your standard still needs to be Jesus, not Luther. And I've seen this a lot. I attend a Seventh-day Adventist church and a lot of times people get up and they're like, I'm an Adventist. Adventists do this. We're Adventists. This is how Adventists behave. And I'm like, no, you're an Adventist. I am a follower of Christ. I don't follow Adventism because Adventism is a man-made institution and it can be right in some cases and it can be wrong in some cases. I agree with a majority of what I know they teach i don't know what all they teach to be honest because like i said i'm not an adventist um the things that i do know most of them i agree with that's why i attend your church but if at any point i think that your beliefs differ from what is taught by the bible then i'm going with the bible i'm not going with you because i'm a follower of christ not of adventism and you know It's interesting because to me, it's so obvious because you just look at what you're calling yourself and it's not pointing back to Christ. When I first walked in and people kept talking about Adventism, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know what Advent meant and I grew up in a church. So if I didn't know what Advent meant and I grew up in a church, I grew up a believer, I grew up studying the word of God, I took theology classes in college and I still didn't know what this word meant you cannot tell me if you go up to the average person on the side of the street who doesn't know anything about God that they're going to connect the word advent to Jesus Christ that I I'm just not I'm not buying that I'm sorry and so the problem I've had is that normally when you go to somebody um, they are not really interested in the concept of baptizing you just in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're trying to make you a member of their church with a little c. But I'm not trying to be a member of your church with a little c. I'm trying to be a member of the church with a capital C. I'm not, I'm not interested in extracurricular activities, okay? This ain't about building resumes. This is not about all this other stuff. I'm not trying to have citizenship in all these other kingdoms and all this stuff. I'm only trying to be in the kingdom. Okay. There's only one kingdom and that's the kingdom that I'm trying to get citizenship in. I've had, I've noticed that, I mean, if you go to these different churches, even how you go about getting baptized is different and it boggles my mind. So growing up in a Baptist church at every service, They have an altar call. They ask you if you want to be baptized. If you go down and say, yes, I want to be baptized. I've been called to be baptized. You talk to the preacher. They give you a date. You show up. They dunk you in the water. You've been baptized. You are now a member of the Baptist church. Now, that being said, there's a lot lacking because there's no spiritual mentorship or guidance or discipleship or anything. It's kind of just random like you just walk up and say I want to be baptized and then it's done um, which is what happened to a lot of uh, my family members who grew up in a Baptist church and so it doesn't necessarily promote spiritual growth. So when I talked to the preacher at the church that I attend now, I fully understood his point of view that you know baptism it's about rebirth it's about being born again. And so, you know, as he was saying, you like that an ideal situation is not a baby coming into the world with no family, right? You want them to have a family. That's what the church is for. That's why you're supposed to be baptized into a body of believers. And then you're supposed to be nurtured by those believers. It's not the intent that you get baptized and then just go off on your own. And of course, that's not what I'm asking either. It's not that I don't want to be affiliated with other Christians. It's being affiliated with a man-made religion. Um, But even then, the way they do baptism is that when you express an interest in being baptized, they have a baptismal class and you have to attend this class. And in this class, they go over these fundamental beliefs of their denomination, which then, when you agree to be baptized, you're basically affirming that you agree with those fundamental beliefs. And at that point, I feel like you're not being baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You're being baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and all of these fundamental beliefs that belong to this man-made entity. Um, You're pledging your allegiance to this doctrine. And to be honest, I don't agree with all of the fundamental beliefs that they put before me. I didn't attend the class either. Um, I read the verses and I read the pamphlet and I read the booklet. And, um, you know, there are parts of it that I'm like, yeah, I totally, fully agree with that. I didn't need to read the book to understand that or to believe that. Um, but then there were parts that I was like, yeah, nope, I don't agree with that. And then there are parts that I was like, I don't know. Um, you know, if you know anything about Seventh Day Adventists, you know that they, uh, think that Ellen White was a prophet. I've never read any of her writings. I don't know. I've, I, I've heard some interesting things about her. There are some people who would definitely contest the fact that she's a prophet. I can't tell you one way or the other. Um, but I'm really trying to study the word of God. So I'm trying to be solid on what the word says. So I don't really have time to go off and be reading her writings. um, Because at this point, I just want to be more solid, like I said, in the word. And anything that's brought up outside of that has to be measured against the word. And if I'm not solid in the word, I can't tell you if she's a prophet or not because... I got to be solid with the Bible first. So I don't really have time to read about her to determine whether I agree or disagree. So I'm not about to commit to that um, to be baptized, obviously. And I don't think I should have to. Even here, when they're baptizing people in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they're not asking to affirm that Moses was who Moses was, that Moses was a prophet or that he was you know, a prolific person in the grand scheme of things. They're asking, do you believe that Jesus is the son of God, that he died on the cross to save you for your sins? Now, that being said, in order for these people to have affirmed that, you you have to come to the agreement that, you know, what Moses wrote was from God and that the prophecies that Isaiah outlined and that these other people outlined were true because they point to the Messiah. Um, So all of that goes hand in hand. However, um, all of that is contained within the Bible. So in order to get baptized, you really don't need to affirm anyone that comes after the Bible. In fact, you shouldn't be affirming anyone that comes after the Bible because what you should be affirming is that the Bible is the core of your belief. And anything that contradicts it, is not of God. If you're going with what's here, then sure, maybe you are a prophet, um, you know. But that's not contingent upon me being baptized, if that makes any sense. And so, really, the way I felt about it is that this is not the biblical way of baptism. I just want somebody to dunk me in the water and say, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I want it to be a profession of my allegiance to Christ and to God, the kingdom of God, and that I am committing to studying the word of God and allowing the Holy Spirit to teach me what I'm supposed to know and that I'm committing to following whatever the Holy Spirit leads me to. So... Like I said, the church. I don't really care about all of this man-made extraness and all of this stuff that's tradition and um, whatever the case may be. So that's really been the holdup of why I have not been baptized since I've come to the understanding of what it means to be baptized and since I've accepted that explanation um but i do feel like um i have been baptized of the holy spirit because i have already committed to god and i have already surrendered to god it's not like it's not like i'm over here thinking like well i don't know what i believe or if i believe like that's not the case um and i do believe in baptism and i do believe that we should be baptized that we should be following the example that christ set forth for us um, for me it's just a matter of when and where and finding somebody that understands what i'm saying when i say i want to be baptized into the church and not some random church or a church um, and that's basically where i am so um, for my prayer warriors out there that listen in please pray for me and for the people surrounding me um, that you know, that the Holy Spirit will make a way um, and that me and the pastor that I've been talking to come to some sort of agreement um, and that, you know, I can finally take that step um, because I do think that once the Holy Spirit convicts you of something, then you are obligated to carry it out in the manner that the Holy Spirit asks of you. And I feel like the conviction that the holy spirit has put on my heart is there for a reason if i didn't if it didn't matter then you know i probably would have been baptized a year ago like it it would have happened and i wouldn't have thought twice about it but there is a conviction there that it should be done the right way and that conviction has been there for a while and so I want to carry it out the way the Holy Spirit has it planned to be carried out. And, you know, for a while, I felt some type of way about it. I felt like, oh, maybe something's wrong with me. Maybe I'm confused. Maybe the devil is at work here. But when I actually looked back at my own story and I looked at Jesus's story, I realized that I think... No, I know that it's going exactly the way God planned it to. It parallels. I mean, Jesus went to the temple to learn when he was 12. I was about 12 when I came into the understanding of what I believed. But Jesus didn't get baptized until he was 30. And I'm 30. So, um we'll see. I'm just going to follow where the Holy Spirit leads. So stay tuned and uh, like I said, keep praying for me. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope this episode was a blessing. If you are also thinking about being baptized or you're not sure what you believe, I definitely encourage you to reach out to other believers to read the word for yourself. Like I said, we live in a blessed generation where knowledge is at the tip of our fingertips. So I definitely encourage you to make the time to spend with God in the word, to try to get closer and to try to understand what it is you believe in. Um, I will be praying for you and um, you should pray for yourself um, that God would show you what direction he has for you. And I hope that you will also Uh, pursue citizenship in the kingdom of heaven so not only will i see you in the afterlife but i will hopefully see you in the next episode Um, thank you guys once again for tuning in don't forget to subscribe like follow on instagram whatever makes you happiest Um, you can find the transcript of this specific episode at www.psalmstogod.com slash born again. See you next time.